Abrigado, Carla. What on earth does that mean? <laughs> it's Portuguese for hello, oh, hello because we have some listeners in Brazil. So, <laughs> abrigado. We do. I was talking to one or two people I know from Brazil who have been sharing the podcast to their friends in Brazil. So, thanks for that. Thank you. If you start sharing the podcast to people from around the world, I'll start saying hello to Kala in any language you like. Please choose languages that are easy to say hello in. <laughs> what a challenge. There we go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> how have you been, even though we've been kind of talking for the last wee while? No, that's not how it works. We've not been. Uh, this is the first time I've seen you today. Hello. <laughs> Abrigado. Abrigado. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm fine. As we spoke before. I feel a bit nauseous, but I feel good now. I've had a couple cans, so... I was a bit nauseous earlier as well. I went for a walk, and I don't know whether it's meeting people socially distant and still feeling a little bit guilty about it, mm. um, or it's fresh air yeah. that is making me nauseous. But something is making me a bit unwell, but them two little beers I had, I'm right as right. Yeah, I'm feeling good. The mojitos are treating me well. I'm going to make pizzas from scratch after this, Ooh. so I can't wait. We ordered a anyway. real Italian pizza this evening. It was very nice. A real Italian pizza? A real Italian pizza. You know, like From the, Itali? From Itali, yeah. <laughs> it was nice. Very rich, though, because I like truffle oil on mine. So I think maybe that... Of course you do. So I think it might have made me feel a bit sick because it's a little rich. Everyone loved truffle oil a few years ago. You couldn't move for truffle oil. It's quite nice. My mum thinks it tastes like it dirt. Is. No, I love it. My mum's like, it. it tastes like dirt. Why would I want to eat my garden? I'm like, I don't get it. Do you know, do you know what? Genuinely... Oil and bread? These Italians, these French, they have it fucking strapped on. They, they know, know what they're, they're doing, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, little oregano. Basically, Mediterranean countries just went, hey, you don't even have to cook this food. Yeah. You, can just, you can just eat the ingredients raw. Yeah, ingredients are food too. Everyone's actually... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Carla, let's, let's get down to the news mm. for the week. What news have you got? So, do you remember the man who wanted to become Ken years ago? Spent thousands the and thousands. Who wanted to become Ken? Oh, like Ken, like Barbie and Ken. He wanted to change his face. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, spent thousands and thousands on surgery. This week, he uh, he's died. Transitioned into a woman, so he did die. Yeah, I guess. Ken's become Barbie. Yeah. Good on him. Uh, I her. know. Good on her. And but we the 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 weirdest thing about it, like this is obviously not just a a story in itself, is that we read the article. We were right, and now when they do uh, gender reassignment surgery, you know they can get the vagina self lubricating. No, right? How do they do that? I have no idea. We read it, and I was sk- we didn't know what else to Google, like how to Google it, so we just kind of left it alone. But I'm sure you Science could Google is it. Brilliant. But like, yeah, apparently they've got like self lubricating um, vagines <laughs> out there now. They take one of your sweat glands from your armpit and put it into your vagina. (laughs) I don't remember. My mum had a theory about like hooking up a pipe from your throat. I don't know what she was talking about. That's too far. That and I don't mean like like that's (laughs) way over the top. Like that's just too far to to pipe down. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know, but yeah, they are good on her. Yeah. So there we go. I thought that was strange because I was like, all this money to look like Ken, and now all this money. It's just a crazy surgery really has taken him to three different lives. Truly, he is in a Barbie world. <laughs> yeah. Life's fantastic. <laughs> and the vagina is self-lubricating. Junk, my junk lubricants. <laughs> it's crazy. I thought that was just wild. Because obviously before they couldn't for obvious reason. Daft Punk split up. Oh, yeah. 
that did happen this yeah. week. It feels like ages ago. Yeah, it feels like I think it was towards the start of the week, but uh, yeah, it didn't really phase me, but it seemed to phase a lot of people. Yeah. Um, Daft Punk make great music, to yeah. be fair though. Yeah, I didn't realize how many of their songs were so like big until yeah. they split up, and I was really like, oh big. shit, that was them. One, the reason I wanted to bring it up though is, oh no, <laughs> I once got hired <laughs> to make a video for a daft punk tribute band oh no just think about that for a second right yeah because you know like do you know like people who dress up as celebrities because they kind of look like them (laughs) yeah you know like you see people who dress up as like sylvester stallone jack sparrow or sylvester stallone these guys (laughs) would dress up like daft punk which meant putting on a helmet to anyone could do it cl- exactly <laughs> the, it was insane because they i met your man and he handed me off this footage and he was like yeah it's actually a pretty good gig because we've had people hire us before and just say we're daft punk yeah that's nuts that is nuts. you just have to play you have to play the music but like a tribute band for david bowie your man actually plays the guitar they just fucking plug in an ipod <laughs> it's insane it is insane ripped off punk though <laughs> Kala, on that note should we go on to the topic for this week sure Kala, we have a guest yes right after all that news <laughs> <laughs> fuck you no <laughs> No, Hendrik, welcome to the podcast. Hi, guys. Thank you very much for having me on the podcast. Look forward to it all week. My friend Noel is here, Carla. Yeah, no, it's very exciting. And also, I've just thought, anything to do with Hendrik's gin? Nothing. Little bit. Little bit in that I oh. love to drink it. That's like well, that's as pretty close as I get to it. Um, we love a bit of gin on a night out, don't we, Noel? Oh, we love ourselves <laughs> a bit of gin. There is there is two bottles of Hendrik's gin in my mum and dad's drinks cabinet that they think is full. <laughs> it's it's most you know, definitely not full. My brother bought a new camera the other day. It's actually a fucking hilarious camera. It's he he told me it was like a special camera that was made in the Cold War in Russia. And like I have like a film camera from Russia as well, but it just looks like a normal film camera. His is bright red <laughs> with like the sickle and hammer on it and a picture of Lenin. <laughs> what? I know. And I only bring it up because he wanted to clean it. And the best way to kind of clean this stuff is like alcohol, like rubbing alcohol, but we don't have any. So he was like, oh, we have an old bottle of vodka in the press, don't we? There's only a little bit in it. Can I use it? And I was at work and they took it out of the press and they were doing it. And he goes, not a strong smell off this. He smelt it and he's like, this is just water. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I started that. I watered down the Hendrix gin initially. And then I was like, I was kind of, you know, I was having bits of it. And then when it when it got to like the last little bit, I was like, all right, now I'm going to start putting water in. And uh, and then it's just, it's just, I'm waiting for the day that my mom and dad eventually decide to drink the two bottles of Hendrix gin and just be empty. Well, at least you know they're not alcoholics. They're not trying. Yeah. It's been yeah. years. But uh, enough of that. Enough of alcohol theft chat. Mm-hmm. No, we have you on because you have a certain set of skills, quite like Liam Neeson. Yeah, very <laughs> particular set of skills. And you begged me to come on the podcast and I was like, okay, but, but what would you talk about? Like, what would you actually discuss? And what have you come on to discuss with us today? I have come on to the podcast to discuss 
romantic comedy movies. And why is that your speciality? <laughs> why no? is that my speciality? It's because in I think we can all agree lockdown three was the worst lockdown out of all the lockdowns we've done. Lockdown three was the worst one. And yeah. in around mid November, myself and my mom embarked on an epic quest to watch every rom com on Netflix. And we have just about completed it. Well we it, it it the quest grew and we've we've watched about thirty rom coms between the two of us and uh we have a big list of all the rom-coms. We've ranked them all, or we've put uh, ratings next to them all, and from that, I've become quite the guru in romantic comedy movies. Christ. I hope this is in your Tinder bio. <laughs> oh, it's not, but it tell you something. It's going in now. <laughs> I don't like romantic comedy movies. I don't what? think we've ever watched one together, Noel, and we watch quite a few films together. Yep. I'm not a big fan. I actually Googled earlier, like, top romantic films of all time and i don't know what's up with google but it didn't give me a the top ones of all time and b just romantic movies spider-man homecoming came up in the results mm, there's a romance there, there there's, there's a certain romance. level of romance in it what i've always thought about rom-coms is that everyone tries to judge them compared to other movies if you've, you've got to compare it's like it's like trying to compare horror movies to all other types of movies they're their own thing and when when i always think everyone gives out that they're super super predictable and i always think we all know where this is going like when you sit in, when you sit down in a romantic comedy we all know that these two people are most probably going to end up together but it's about how they're going to end up together and it's like avengers endgame we all knew that everyone was coming back. We all knew what was going to happen, but still, it was about how they came back. So I always think, if someone comes there and says to me, oh, I don't, that, that movie was super predictable, I just go, what do you mean it was super predictable? Like, we all knew what was going to happen, you know? But that's, that's my opinion on them. So it's more about the journey than it's the a, destiny. It's about the journey. Like, <laughs> we all know what's going to happen. We all know person A is ending up with person B in most cases. My favourite rom-com, and it is one of my favourite movies, is uh, About Time. Yeah, with, that is on the list. Uh, Donald Gleeson and... Uh, Rachel McAdams. From? Rachel McAdams. And I like that because it's a time travel movie. And I saw that with my girlfriend in the cinema and she was like, oh, come on, we'll go see a rom-com. And I was like, I don't really like them, blah, 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 blah. But I was also like 15, so I was like, no, we don't want to. But then we got in there and we were watching it and I was like, oh, you didn't tell me it was about time travel. <laughs> That's how you hook men in. You need yeah. a romantic movie to have something else. Spider-Man Homecoming, for example. <laughs> there we <Yeah>. go. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I, the, even when I'm looking at the list here, the best ones have a twist. They have something that's like brought the two of them together. But that, that thing is like the main part of the movie. And then the romance is just part of the movie. If that makes sense. What are some of the best ones you've got now? So what I did was, I have, I have 29 movies on this list, right? And I broke them down into, I have the five worst ones. Uh, okay. I have I have a few hidden gems. I have gems that I like just blindsided me. You wouldn't really have heard of them too much as rom-coms. And then I have the two that made me cry. So the two, I have one that made mom cry. So one made mom cry and the other one made me cry. So I have two of them as well. Let's, let's go with the worst. Let's go with yeah. hidden gems and we'll keep the criers to the end. To the very yeah. end. To the very end. All right, well, <laughs> let's, go, let's go with the five worst. So 
I actually found the Netflix originals, like some of the Netflix originals, oh. they're, they're either the best or the worst. Like they're either eights or nines or they're twos or threes. And I have one, there's one called Love Guaranteed. That was probably out of all the ones I watched, that was the worst one. And it is about these two people who your man has gone on a, he's, he, he's gone on a thousand dates through Tinder or that world's version mm. of Tinder. And it, the, the site is called Love Guaranteed and the, he didn't find love and he says so he wants to sue the agency because he didn't find love and they guaranteed that he would find love and his that lawyer That sounds good though. Yeah no and his lawyer so then he falls in love with his lawyer then and it I is like no that it is good. I'm telling you now you think oh that's that's got a unique premise you know that's that's but it yeah. is oh it's I couldn't even tell you the two actors um, and it's just it's a mess from start to finish it's like they had a good premise and then they just dropped it and then next one I had was The Kissing Booth have you guys heard of this one now this is like I've heard I've heard this of is, this is one of Netflix like, flagship ones and it is it is the most unrealistic like it's about it's a high school it's like a high school romantic comedy to like the, the girl that isn't very popular isn't very cool falls in love with the jock, the, the cool guy. guy. And I always think 10 things that I hate about you is like the perfect high school romantic comedy. And then if you want the opposite of that, just find the kissing booth. It is the most <laughs> unrealistic, like unrealistic. Like these kids are like living in LA or something. They all live in mansions in LA and they just, it's about, she's best friends with this guy. She's best friends with this guy and she falls in love with his brother. And it is like the acting's terrible. The whole writing is terrible, and just the characters are probably the least relatable characters I've ever seen in my life. Like it's is just... that where like the meme comes from of like Netflix teenagers versus real teenagers? Yeah, it's exactly that. It's <laughs> like I was like I'm convinced that that person does not exist in real life. It's like as if they opened the book of stereotypes and was just like, yeah, that's a character. That that's another character. Stereotypes are big in rom-coms and they're also stereotypes that don't exist because like every female character in a rom-com is like president of a company. <laughs> <laughs> or they wear glasses and they read books and then as soon as they fall in love they start yeah. wearing skirts Hair and comes parties. Down. Yeah, exactly. Well there we go. Glasses top, come off top few buttons of that of that blouse gets undone <laughs> as soon as they fall in love with someone. Imagine can you imagine in a rom-com just a scene where a girl goes to a bathroom and like pulls down her eyelid <laughs> to try take the contact out? <laughs> yeah, and then, so we, we watched a lot of these over Christmas. Uh, the Holiday is a classic rom-com that everybody oh, loves. I love The Holiday. And let me tell you now, I, I tried, I tried to like The Holiday, right? But all I'll say is, all I'll say, and that is a controversial, I've got a lot of hate for my stance on The Holiday. If you are trying to tell me that Kate Winslet and Jack Black is a compelling love story, all right? You can actually get fucked. I don't know if I'm allowed to drop the <laughs> F-bomb on your podcast, Keen, but I am. You're allowed to get fucked, right? No, we say dick like every 15 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. I may never get employed again. <laughs> the, most, the most compelling thing about the holiday is when Kate Winslet is trying to get the man to walk again. That is like, uh, that's, that's the best. That's the, that's the only, only thing th- I like in that film. It, I have it down as law. a... I have it down as a three. And the only reason it's not a one is because Kate Winslet gets your man to walk again. It is just watch the opening scene where Cameron Diaz is, has told that your man is cheating on her and she's running around her house screaming. I just, 
it took i was nearly running around my house screaming looking at that it was sus <laughs> and then jude law does try his best to save that movie like he's trying to save the movie every now and again he shows up drunk at her doorstep and stays with her for two days and then suddenly he's a single father with a wife with a or he's a single father with two kids single Not father a with a chance. wife <laughs> i was like i was like what are you doing like where did you just pull the two kids out from because let me tell you they're not your kids i was i just <laughs> i couldn't stand it i just i'm just gonna keep ranting about it what what's your hidden gems there no hidden gems so these are ones that like i was like you know i didn't see it being as good as it was and it was incredible because i'd love to say uh, like on this list i have 10 things that i hate about you and i i do have about time but i was like everybody knows they're good everyone knows why they're good in the hidden gems one i have this one called plus one and it's it's on it's on Netflix, but it's it's actually an Amazon Prime original. I think it was like an Amazon original, and it has your man from the boys. Um, what's his name? Which one? Um, he's the main. He's Huey in the boys. He's the main guy. Oh right, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's about Huey and this girl, and uh, what happens is they go to all these weddings together, and they end up going to like loads of weddings together, and they fall in love, and it's a pretty typical rom com. I'm just pulling up her name in it because. The girl in it is absolutely unbelievable. She's really, she's like one of the best performances I've seen in a long time. She's so good in it. Who's the best romantic lead for you, Calla? Like female or male? Either. Male. Uh... Because there's one in my head who's in fucking heaps, but I would never put him as a romantic lead. I, in in heaps, I know I would have to be like Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. I was actually Hugh Grant as well. Yeah. Do you know who's in loads of rom coms and I don't know why? Keanu Reeves. He's in he's in one of these lists. I'm not even lying, he's in one of these movies, Keen. Why? Let me tell you what happens. It is this movie called Oh Always Be My Maybe and in it the two characters are having a fight and the girl the girl decides to date another guy and out of nowhere the other boyfriend, like the new guy is Keanu Reeves. Like, he shows up halfway through the movie and he just plays himself. Like, he doesn't play anyone else. He plays Keanu Reeves in the movie. And the whole 20-minute sequence is built on Keanu Reeves' aura as a person. Like, it is so funny. Keanu Reeves, as a person, quite sexy. And I think he has a girlfriend now who's, like, half his age. But Mm. he's also nearly 50, so that's not the worst thing in the world. It's not like she's 17. True. But Shout out like, Keanu Reeves as an actor famously has like no personality, which makes him good in like The Matrix and John Wick because you're like Yeah, the Matrix, that's where he's from. That that could be me, you know? Like he yeah. has no personality. I can present myself as him. If he can do it, I can do it. In a romantic comedy, like he's in the time traveler's wife. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't want Bill or Ted. Oh yeah, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted are fucking excellent. And I know that's a fucking joke, right? But just before the Bill and Ted movie that came out last year, Bill and Ted Face the Music, which is, it's so good. It That's a hidden gem right there. I haven't actually watched it. I watched the other two Bill and Ted's just before I watched that. They're all solid, funny films. Like they're so good. They've got Napoleon mm-hmm. Like in an arcade, and he's just short and angry all the time. <laughs> the first one's from incredible. Like it's it's one of the best time travel movies I've ever watched. About Time is my favorite time travel movie because it has my favorite time travel mechanic. Uh, excuse me. Yes. Are you not forgetting Back to the Future? 
about time has a brilliant time travel mechanic because you don't need a DeLorean or a fucking police box. All you need is a dark space. You go in, you go back to the point in time you want to change, and then you can either stay there or go back to your own time. So you can live this whole life or you can go back and see how it changes. The only problem is if you have a kid, that's like a like a save point. <laughs> no, that's I have to say that is one of the best time travel movies out there. It's it's up there with. Do you ever see Edge of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomorrow is really good oh, as well. Yeah. Like it's that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And then here's here's a great hidden gem for you. Here's a great hidden gem. So Die Hard. Now hear me out here, guys. <laughs> hear me out here, guys. Right. So, I'm. Die Hard has been called a Christmas film. Yeah. Yeah. Die Hard. Someone has argued on the internet that Die Hard is actually a Harry Potter film because it's someone sneaking around a tower at night, <laughs> avoiding Alan Rickman. Right. I've seen so... it's also a prequel to what's the one? Die called? Hard Two. No, the one that's got Split and uh, Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Oh, the M. Night oh, yeah. 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 It could be. Never heard of it as a romantic film, though. <laughs> no, Never. hear me out here. Hear me out, right? So, picture this. It is Christmas Eve, right? I'm just after watching The Holiday with my mom. I'm absolutely livid. I'm also really drunk after, and it's about one in the morning, Christmas Eve. And then I'm just after watching The Holiday, and I'm full to the brim of hatred for Kate Winslet and, Ju- and not Jude Law, <laughs> but Jack Black as well. And... My dad says, put on, my dad says, put on Love Actually. And I said, you're right, dad, I'm all over. I'll put on Love Actually. And then instead I put on Die Hard and I convinced dad as I was putting on Die Hard that it was a romantic film. So I was like, dad, don't worry. It's a romantic film. It's a romantic film between (laughs) Bruce Willis and that vest that he wears. The the, the vest, right? And it's Alan Rickman and just that voice the Ellen Rickman voice there's there's two really solid plot lines Hans Goober or Hans Goober Hans Goober I was was trying to watch Die Hard the other day Uh, this is completely tangential but it has movies Disney Plus announced Disney Plus Star which basically Mm. is all their like non-PG movies the The ones they acquired from yeah sexy stuff the stuff you can't let your kids watch Mm. so and and I have Disney Plus and I looked at what they have on Disney Plus Star and I was like oh like it's all the Fox movies there's gonna be some good stuff there and there is some good stuff there but this is the problem I have with it which is like the problem I have with Netflix most of the time it has every diehard Except for the first Die Hard. Mm, that and it is has madness. all of the Planet of the Apes movies, except for the good ones. <laughs> it's like how they never have Rocky Four. Oh, the best Rocky. The, the best one. Rocky. An opponent so tough that Rocky needed two training montages to get over him. Is truly one of the greatest Rocky Rocky movies of all time. Do you want to do you want to know That's something Rocky. interesting out of recent development about Rocky Four? So mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone has made a new cut. Oh yeah, Four. Yeah, he's made a director's cut or a Stallone cut. Rocky Four has a robot in it. Yeah, it little robot yeah. Your That's going down as a rom com. It's a rom com. <laughs> I'm declaring it a rom com now. But basically, I listened to this podcast, and it was about um, Ivan Drago, and it was about a fan fiction about Ivan Drago. It's called Finding Drago. Fucking look for it. It is so interesting. I'm not it's reading so fan good. fiction about Rocky IV at 25. I, basically, I can't. They, reckon, <laughs> they reckon that Sylvester Stallone heard about this podcast ragging on 
Rocky Four, especially about the robot, and he has gone back to edit out the robot. No. I, I thought the robot it's was so pretty funny. pretty good plotline out of Polly's robot. Polly bought the robot, didn't he? Polly sex- and the no, robot. No, he bought it for Polly, so <laughs> yeah. he had someone to have sex with. I yeah, think. it it does speak to it kind of sexy, doesn't it? Like, hey, yeah. Polly. It's, it's a, a bit... woman. It's, a, it's not it's like a Roomba. It's yeah. a woman. It's actually a prequel to that movie, Her. That's what, that's what that is. <laughs> I haven't seen Her, but it's one of those films that I keep meaning to watch, but it's on no... No, it's it's okay. good, but it's kind of it's one of those dramedy movies. It's like The Irishman. You are sitting down for a long ass movie that is a lot of drama, and there's not a whole not a whole lot actually happens in it. But it's meant it's meant to be very good. So well, I won't have time. What's the ones that made you cry? <sighs> now I know if I'm fully able to still talk about these, <sighs> I can do this. I can do this. Don't cry again. Don't cry again. Uh, all right. So the one that made Mam cry was definitely maybe. So I don't know if, if that's on Netflix uh, now. I know it. It's the one. Yeah, with, set in a, Dublin. No, it's, it's not Dublin. It's not. You obviously haven't seen it, Carla. Um, no, no. The, no, 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 no. Wait. Am I thinking of? I think you're thinking of that one that won the Oscar, and it's your man, and he has a piano. And uh, I can't that's remember once. what it is. Once. No, no, no. I All right. Well, definitely, this. maybe is Ryan Reynolds. Oh, then no. Ah. Yeah, it's right. It's Ryan Reynolds, and it's and it's about him. He's a classic romantic. Yeah, he's lead. he's telling his daughter about who his mother is, and there's like three options, and he's changing names of the girls. That's oh, what it is. That one, I saw that with my Yes, parents, I've seen this one. I yeah, hated it. You hate it. It's, yeah. it's really good. I tell you, it's a tearjerker. It is. And then the last one, the one that made me cry, is not. It's actually not really a rom com, but it was in the rom com se- section on Netflix. It's called Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. And oh yeah, you told me about this. Oh, and let me tell you, it was like I went through a phase. I went through a phase. It was only like two, three weeks ago. Where I watched like all the heavy ones. I drifted out of the calm and more into the ROM. I was just like, I was watching the real heavy ones. And it ended with this one, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. And it's it's actually quite funny. Like it's quite quirky and funny up until the halfway point. And then I just, I had pits in my heart that I didn't even know were there. And uh, floods of tears. I was calling my mom afterwards and I was just trying to ask her, is life, is life okay? Is... Was a hard one, but that one is, and it's the only thing on the list that's not given a number. So everything has a number, but I haven't had the heart to put a number next to me and Earl, and yet, so I will, mm. I will one day give it a rank. You can't be objective sure. about it when you love it. Yeah, I, when I'm eventually yeah. over it, when I'm over the loss, then I'll be able to give it. Uh, <laughs> then I'll be able to give it a um, a ranking. I love it that you came out and told us all. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. It, I had to. Ta- I had to talk to someone about it. What makes a good <laughs> rom com, Noel? You're the expert. Okay. Well, for me, as a pretty good question, Keen, and like I said, <laughs> I think in all these movies, the great ones were the ones that had like something that actually brought the characters together. Like it wasn't just a movie where two people like managed to fall in love with each other there was like there was something like Notting Hill I think is a really good example that she's the celebrity on the mm-hmm. side you have um what's Great a good film. one um set it up they're trying to get their bosses together in five feet apart they both have uh, they have COVID, <laughs> COVID. <laughs> there's, let me tell you there's a sequel in there there's a sequel in five feet apart um <laughs> It's the same characters, they yeah, just have yeah. the worst look. That's it. 
Boris Johnson shows up in the middle of it instead of that nurse to keep the two of them apart. That's what happens. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's him. And I, I generally think what is a, the I think the important thing, obviously, there has to be some sort of plot line. And I think the characters themselves have to be relatable. If you're going to go on the kissing booth and pull out some six foot chap who lives in LA in a mansion, right? And he's a millionaire. He has nothing to wear. He plays football. He's the cool kid who plays football, but he's also going to Harvard for law or something. It doesn't make any sense, right? I was like, the characters need to actually relate to characters. No, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Is there anything you want to plug? Like, you don't have a podcast or anything. No. no. <laughs> do, you want, uh, do you want to tell people your Instagram if they want to follow you? Well, I could actually, I'll plug my iBan here. If anyone wants to throw me a few beans, that'd be lovely, actually. Um, if you want my revenue, guys, don't worry. You can donate, like, and subscribe and all yes. that. Thanks very much for having me on, guys. Watch every, I don't know, Netflix original and we'll have you back on. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm just going to do. You have to achieve things. What is the next thing that I'll watch? I'll watch like all the horror movies on Netflix. That could be a good one. And then I'll review them. You did horror movies before, but if you do every Netflix original horror movie, I don't think there's that many. You can be but on the next you, Halloween. If you do that, you can be back on. Yeah, I can be on for next <laughs> Halloween. All right, that's perfect, guys. I'll, I look forward to that then. Oh, Kala, wasn't that fun with Noel? so fun uh you have friends that are truly as half funny as you do you mean noel is half as funny as me or i'm half as funny i don't want the answer um <laughs> what time is it it's carla after dark time it's carla after dark deadly and what's this week's fucking trawl through the abyss that is carla after dark Hey, you know what? I'm done with the slander of this segment. <laughs> On the topic of this week, it is what number would you be unhappy with your partner having had sex with? Is like is the number of partners your number of people, not an actual number. Like they're not fucking dropping the hand down a number seven. <laughs> no. No. So what number would you still be kind of comfortable with your partner having had sex with? Look, I think I I know your answer. Yeah, Carla, I think this is going to be a mainly you segment of the podcast because mine is any. If it was in, Hmm. still within triple digits, I'm okay with it. So 741. Yeah, it's fine. That's interesting. How come? Yeah. Because I don't care. Yeah. I honestly couldn't care. It literally makes no difference to you as a person how many people you've had sex with. If you've no. had sex 700 times with the same person, that literally makes very little difference to me as if you've had sex 700 times with different people. That's true. I think the only thing I'd ever be scared of, especially... If it was more than you. No, 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 no. Is if, like, with such, such, such a large number... Like yeah. in the hundreds, 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 I would one day, I'd, I'd be, I, I don't know, like that we'd be out and he'd bump into like four people he'd slept with. Like, do you know what I mean? Like mm. all in the same evening. And I start feeling like, who has this guy not slept with? Look, there are practicalities <laughs> that, that would factor in. Yeah. That I probably have not thought of in my own life as well. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I suppose like if... If I got with someone and they'd only slept with one person. There's more pressure. That would also freak me out. Yeah. There's a, pre- a pressure like, to perform. <laughs> you know? At, yeah. At this age, 
like what does that mean have they been with one person their entire life you know have they been in a long-term relationship have they only started getting with people mm. you know yeah you have to set the bar yeah if you're in if you're in the top five it doesn't matter whether they've slept with five people or 55 people that's good yeah but then if they've only slept with five people, you could still be number five of five. I'm okay with that. And then when it's six, five. you could be six of six and it could just keep... Yeah, but I wasn't at the time. <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know. Because my numbers are a little bit high. As In, Relatively, bit. I wouldn't say relatively. high. I wouldn't say yes. a number that's like out of this world. No offence, no. I'm not trying to down on your... <laughs> So if I met someone who is, and I have met people who are way more than me, and I'm kind of like, whoa, teach me your ways. The one person that sticks out in my mind is, um, do you know our friend Tabitha oh. that I uh, met out in mm. Australia? She had slept with quite a few people. Yeah. And I think she slept with people the same reason she slept with me. She needed somewhere to stay for, for the evening. It's not a bad thing to do if you need to do it. Not... Not saying don't do it, but it definitely does bump up your numbers. I don't really care about numbers. I know you do. Uh, only to an extent. Like, yeah. as in, it wouldn't bother me on a in, in like a day to day. And I, I think it would be like it up to a certain number. I if if it's a hundred or less, I think I have the kind of thing of like, hey, cool. I guess like people live. But I think the higher up I, I, it like, goes... I'm, I'm so far away from 100 <laughs> that, like, if I did pass 100, I'd have to ask myself the question, where are you going with your life? Yeah. Like, you're not a rock star. I know someone who um, was, kind of planned 100. Like, so he he's had sex with more than 100 people. Um, he's actually in a very solid relationship now, has been for years, and, like, great guy. But I remember when 100 was coming up and he really wanted to be, like, a really hot girl. And it's like, yeah. this now it's become a game. Like, at some point, it becomes a bit more of a game yeah. than, like... Because if I got close, if I was at 90, of course I'm going for 100. I'm not stopping at 90. But I think when you're under yeah. 50, you try Look, and keep it kind of within a certain realm of... You see, it, it, it becomes that thing, like, it's competition versus, like, actually enjoying yourself. Because sleeping with someone to round out your numbers is insane. <laughs> but at the same time, there are people out there who will only walk on tiles if they haven't got cracks yeah. in them and they don't have ocd they don't have anything neurologically wrong with them it's just a game they play within their head <laughs> yeah. so if you were on 99 people and in a loving married relationship you'd probably go and get an escort just to so you sleep well at night yeah i'd have to be at a round number i'm currently not a round number but i'm one off so <laughs> I'm too I, off. I tried to tell Ryan, um, as a preface to this whole thing, I was asking him about like the Carla After Dark for this week, and I was like, I've only had sex with one person, you took my virginity. And he was like, <laughs> I love that joke. I and love he was that like... joke. Whenever a partner asks me, So how many people have you been with? I'm like, Oh, I was too scared. <laughs> this <to say>. is you. <laughs> You're my first. He just looked at me dead in the face and was like, That's not true. <laughs> Yeah, no one ever fucking believes it. I was like, that's very rude. The work we do. Yeah. We make our pussies pop. That's disgusting. And I'm done it with it. It is disgusting. I hated saying it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you know, actually, I, I've been doing Pilates all week. And the last <laughs> Pilates class I did, the last exercise in it, the instructor, 
at the very end said, and that last exercise is excellent for strengthening your vaginal walls. <laughs> and you were like, perfect. It's oh, what I've always wanted. <laughs> I've got the tightest pussy in Dublin. Put that on your Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, Carla, on that note, I think we should round out this podcast. Yeah. Hit me up with the and reviews. And I have some reviews. Yes, Carla, I'm getting to it. This week we are looking at some reviews and they're on topic for the episode. Uh, I looked into some reviews for some of uh, the best romantic comedy and romantic films of all time. Specifically, mm-hmm. romantic films starring the amazing actor Ryan Gosling. I was going to say Ryan You were going to say But it's Ryan Gosling. Do you like Ryan Gosling? Uh, I'm indifferent. A lot of people either love him or hate him, so you're on like the minority right there. I just Cause... I don't love blonde guys, so really his whole presence does not affect me one way nor the other. So uh, the I got some one star reviews for some of his films. Oh, and first and foremost, the, well, Noel never mentioned it earlier, but like when I think romantic films, I think oh, The Notebook. Yeah. Exactly. I've so only I've ever got, seen it once. I've I you see I've actually never seen any of the films on this list. That's crazy. I've never you love films. Notebook. It's my whole personality. I've, I've really nothing else going for me. <laughs> just films. And you haven't watched all of them? You like films? Name every film. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I got some reviews uh, for The Notebook. And this one comes from Austin Sherman. The only thing I liked about The Notebook was Rachel McAdams' dad. And that's only because he looked like Borat. <laughs> one star. This is from user... Oh. Octavio? I'd rather watch Rachel McAdams spitting into Rachel Weiss's mouth for three hours straight than thinking about this movie. Not even watching The Notebook. <laughs> oh god. Also, there's a lot of people who would pay money to see that. Off the Bright reviewed The Notebook. One star. This movie should have been called What Zero Pussy Does to a Motherfucker. The movie. <laughs> They're not wrong. <laughs> the man wrote her every day for a year what a fucking loser too much that's too it's much fucking too I'd much I'd file a restraining order 100% when I say Ryan Reynolds romantic film what's yes. the next film you think of definitely maybe okay I haven't got that one here if I said Ryan Reynolds romantic film about white people explaining jazz what film might you think of oh god ah, La La Land. I've never seen it. Yes. I hate Emma Stone. Do you? Yeah, she's got a face I want to fucking punch and I don't know why. And I have no reason to hate her. So I just keep those opinions to myself. (laughs) I'm I'm indifferent to her, but I have some reviews from La La Land. This one comes from Candy. One star. (laughs) I mean, it's no high school musical, but it's okay. (laughs) She's not wrong. (laughs) She's not wrong. (laughs) She knows her movies. She knows how good high school musical is. This is a one-star review from Sebastian Butt saying, Ryan Gosling's character can't have my first name. Fight me, idiot. Okay. Mm, good thing he doesn't have your last name, Butt. <laughs> <laughs> this is a review for La La Land that comes from Emmy. Ryan Gosling, shut the fuck up about jazz. And that's all that needs to be said. Honestly, yeah. I don't understand why people like that movie. I think it's because it's a musical, but also I'm not sure if they sing in it. Maybe it's just about dancing. I have no idea. I just know I don't. Also, I realised that you asked me Ryan Reynolds and I gave a Ryan Reynolds film and then I've realised that actually the guy in La La Land is Ryan Gosling because you just said Ryan Gosling and neither of us noticed because I we don't I think I said it enough. again. We just don't care enough about these two Ryans. 
I no, I really like both Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Gosling. I like Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Gosling, I'm indifferent. Um, I like Ryan uh, Scott. I, He's sitting beside me. He's okay. He's another Ryan. <laughs> I have one more review for La La Land. I think it's the last one from Flavio. One star. More like blah blah bland. <laughs> the Italians—they're really bringing it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. <laughs> Flavio. <laughs> oh Jesus! I do have another one for La La Land. A lot of people didn't like this film. <laughs> La La Land, one star from Eye Strain. I want to gouge my eyes out and rip my ears off. An insipid, <laughs> trivial piece of fluff made worse by the casting of the worst actor on the planet, Ryan Gosling, and the music that isn't music, jazz. Got a lot of opinions there. Yeah. Well, as I said to you before, a lot of people don't like Ryan Gosling. I would say a lot more people don't like jazz. <laughs> I didn't really see the bottom. I actually kind of struggled looking up another Ryan Gosling-led romantic comedy kind of film. Have you ever seen Crazy Stupid Love? I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. It's got Emma Stone in it as well. <sighs> what a fucking bitch. I didn't know this from Crazy Stupid Love and also spoilers. I, I haven't seen it, as I said, but um, apparently Emma Stone plays a babysitter in it. That mm. gives nudes to a 13-year-old. Why? I don't know. Steve Carell's in it, though, so I might check it out. Yeah. So the first one I have is from Ferbanielos. One star. To be subtle, I fucking hated this. I don't think they know the definition of the word subtle. No. <laughs> I have one from Andreas Walther. Crazy Stupid Love is an awful piece of filmmaking with a crazy stupid title. I must be stupid to have watched it twice now. Rest assured, <laughs> you'd be crazy to love this piece of garbage. Stupid, crazy, stupid, stupid love. I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Would you like me to call an ambulance? That was him, not me. I, I know I'm not having a stroke. Oh. <laughs> Someone is making toast, though. Are they? Arms above your head. <laughs> and I have a final review from Bella. Back to the Italians. Back to the Italians. <laughs> uh, she reviews Crazy Stupid Love one star and says, I wish I was watching La La Land. We've come full circle again. <laughs> yeah. 360. Aww. It means she doesn't hate Ryan Reynolds or Emma Stone, though. It's just good. She just hated this movie in particular. Yeah. Everyone's got their opinions. So what did we learn this week, Gala? <laughs> Uh, rom-coms are vast and vast and many and on the whole terrible men who want to, to be Ken dolls um, can become Barbie dolls okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> have you thought about becoming a trans rights activist look you know what everyone should do what they want essentially that's my view that's my view do what you want but apparently you can now get self-lubricating vagines and if only they've told old people this Someone, someone, someone should have told my wife. <laughs> um, I'm going to make you keep doing all the what we learned because frankly, I didn't learn. I learned fuck all. The numbers do not matter to Kian, vaguely matter to Carla and in general, uh, prove nothing about no one and shouldn't be trusted. Much like rip science. Daft punk. Uh, rip daft punk. They were just men in helmets that we'll never know. Honestly, they could have just passed on the title to anyone else and keep collecting royalties. Essentially, they kind of made a big deal over nothing. They've not worked in 13 years. They've not been doing their jobs anyway. And overall, we learnt that Ryan's, whether they're Gosling, 
Reynolds or Scott are not made for acting. I mean, two of them are very famous actors. I don't know. I just need to and the see. other one's Ryan Reynolds. Um, uh, Calla, where can we find you on the internet? Well, this is what I was going to say. I It didn't take very long, and I've been putting it off like it was going to take long, but uh, I made a link tree for the podcast. Yay! So now you can get all of our links to all of our socials and where to listen and where to read our tweets and our funny thoughts um, all in one place on our link tree, which is on our instagram bio and our twitter bio so our instagram is at not another review show and our twitter is at not another review with two r's so go ahead and And what if we wanted to email the show if you wanted to email the show that's not another review show one at gmail.com we are also on google podcasts now so android users will find us a lot easier maybe to access um, I mean, Spotify and Acast already exist, but... Hey, they sold it to me like it was really going to up our listenership, so... <laughs> and maybe it will. Start listening yeah. so we can have another listening stream. There we go. Do it! There we go. So, uh, yeah, that's bitch. where you can plug all of our things. Kim, would you like to plug yourself, or is the link tree sufficient? Nah, <laughs> the link tree will do me. I don't think we'll do it anymore, but uh, I will review this episode as Solid 78 out of 100 I don't like good. romantic comedies well you're wrong um, but Noel, Noel has changed my heart on them I think I'm going to watch a few I'm going to watch all of them that have Keanu Reeves in it yeah I can't believe he listened he watched one called Me Earl and the Dying Girl and didn't think anyone was going to die but <laughs> there we go so I'd give right it right there in the title you fucking moron of course you're going to cry hey Gala yeah. a little bit of sizzle for next week yeah. it's a proper Keanu episode I can't wait Oh, God, is it the woodlice one? <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>